0: and mercy who through life has been my guide and in peace divine his comfort provide faith in him
1: to drown
0: for I know
1: Daniel chapter 3 starting in verse 1 Nebuchadnezzar the king made an image of gold whose height was 60 cubits and its width six cubits. He set it up in the plain of Dura in the province of Babylon. And King Nebuchadnezzar sent word to gather together the satraps, and the satraps they are just uh, officials who protect the kingdom. The administrators, the governors, the counselors, the treasurers, the judges, the magistrates, and all the officials of the provinces to come to the dedication of the image which King Nebuchadnezzar had set up. Verse 3. So the satraps, the administrators, the governors, the counselors, the treasurers, the judges, the magistrates, and all the officials of the provinces gathered together for the dedication of the image that King Nebuchadnezzar had set up. And they stood before the image that Nebuchadnezzar had set up. Verse 4. Then a herald cried aloud. To you it is commanded, O peoples, nations, and languages, that at the time you hear the sound of the horn, flute, harp, lyre, and psaltery, in symphony with all kinds of music, you shall fall down and worship the gold image that King Nebuchadnezzar has set up. And whoever does not fall down and worship shall be cast immediately into the midst of a burning, fiery furnace. Verse 7, so at that time, when all the peoples... Where all the people heard the sound of the horn, flute, harp, and lyre in symphony with all kinds of music, all the people, nations, and languages fell down and worshipped the gold image which King Nebuchadnezzar had set up. Let's pray. Father, this is your word. Lord, my prayer is often, help me to get out of the way, and Lord, that is the same prayer today. And I pray, Lord, that your word would penetrate the hearts and the minds of the people here today. Lord, give us spiritual eyes to see. Give us ears to hear. Lord, remove our pride Remove all of the things we hold on to, Lord, that would get in the way of you and your message. And God, pour out your spirit upon this teaching and upon your people. Bless them and help them to understand the deeper meaning of all of this, Lord, and that there is a beautiful promise. In Jesus' mighty name we pray, amen. So instead of giving glory to God, instead of creating an image like his dream and then saying, this is what God told me, and these are the things that are coming, King Nebuchadnezzar does the selfish thing, and he creates an entire image of gold. And then he uses it as an inspiration to worship. And essentially, when you realize it is of gold, and he was the head of gold, it's to worship himself. And notice, he brings music into it all. And as we just experienced, music can be a powerful form of worship. Can it not? This is why we have to be careful. Because one thing I want you to understand is that music can cause you to worship whatever you're singing about. Do you realize this? Satan was a musical genius. Some suggest he was the music leader in heaven. We don't know for sure. There is some evidence in Scripture to say that he at least had an understanding of musical things. But I have to tell you, you're going to worship whatever you sing about. Do you understand? That's how powerful music is. So, you know, the church, we wonder why the divorce rate's so high and drinking's so high, all the problems of the world. Well, You know, most of you listen to country music. Now, I'm not here to be on country music, but it's like I was thinking about this. Look, you're just going to become and you're going to worship whatever it is you listen to. Okay, I'm not saying you know what I'm saying, hopefully. But worship is powerful. Music is powerful. It moves us at our very soul. And so we're going to worship whatever you sing to. And King Nebuchadnezzar knows this. And so he's going to make people sing to this image, to bow and worship to this image, to sing to it. And again, he's the head of gold, so he makes the entire image out of gold. But notice its height and its width. It says that it's 60 cubits tall and 6 cubits wide. So that's 90 feet tall and 9 feet wide. So this is more like an obelisk. This is, not, this is a strange-shaped human being. This is like, remember Manute Bull? Remember the NBA guy? It's kind of those proportions. We're talking 90 feet tall and only 9 feet wide, this image. But did you notice that? 60 by 6. Not only that, but we're going to find out in the original language. And I I don't mean to knock the New King James once again, but in the translation, they missed something here. But I'm going to go to the original language. We'll use the King James, and I'll show you this. Because in the New King James, it tells us, in verse 5, it says that, At the time you hear the sound of the horn, flute, harp, lyre, and psaltery, in symphony with all kinds of music, you shall fall down and worship the gold image that King Nebuchadnezzar set up. But that's not what it's really saying in the original language. That word for symphony is actually the dulcimer, it's simpone, it's a instrument. It's not in symphony, that'd be redundant, because it says in symphony, and then it says in all kinds of music. Well, all kinds of music is basically symphony. So it's talking about a sixth instrument. The King James does best here in in verse 5, it says, that at the time you hear the sound of the cornet, flute, harp, sackbut, psaltery, dulcimer, and all kinds of music, ye shall fall down and worship the golden image that Nebuchadnezzar the king has set up. So I want you to think about this. Because things like this in Scripture are pointing us to other parts of Scripture. Remember the hermeneutics of Scripture is Scripture interprets Scripture. And especially when it comes to prophetic teaching. When we see something like this, because what we're seeing is an image that's 60 cubits by 6 cubits and 6 musical instruments are used to worship, to cause people to worship this instrument. And so when we see that, it sounds familiar. We see this and we say, wait a second, this is pointing us to something else in Scripture. And indeed it is. Because understand, what's going on here is Nebuchadnezzar, many times in Scripture, the Lord will use people as a type or a picture of something else. And Nebuchadnezzar is a type of the Antichrist. Now, he will come to the Lord, but but make no mistake, God uses Nebuchadnezzar, this king, as a type of Antichrist. He's used several people in the Old Testament as a type of Antichrist. One of them was Solomon. Solomon. Solomon was a type of Antichrist. Remember, Solomon was so wise and he solved so many problems and issues. And that's what the Antichrist will do. He'll be like Solomon. He'll be able to solve issues. He'll have such wisdom that people will marvel. And like Nebuchadnezzar and Solomon, both were rulers over the whole world. They controlled the whole world in their time period. But we also know this is connected to 666 in a way because we see this whole message of 60 by 6 by 6 we see this and it points us to something else, and we know it's made of gold. And gold is a picture and a type of the monetary system, which should be familiar too with the number 666. But did you know the other place we see the uh, the number 666 in Scripture relating to gold, re- relating to a monetary system, is relating to Solomon? In 1 Kings chapter 10, verse 14... We see the wages that Solomon took in each year, the weight of gold that came to Solomon yearly was 666 talents of gold. Now bear with me because again, these are little hints, little check marks, little things that point us to other passages of scripture. And so notice this, in Revelation 13, we're going to see the Antichrist, verse 16 through 18, He causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their foreheads, and that no one may be able to sell except one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him who has understanding calculate the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man. His number is 666. And so we see these things starting to be tied together. And you might ask, well, why is that important? And I'll tell you why it's important. Because we're going to see a beautiful promise in this chapter of Daniel 3. We're going to see it pointing to the tribulation time period and the rapture of the church. As we study these things out, we understand that context is everything. Now, you have to have spiritual eyes to see, and you have to have spiritual ears to hear. And it's up to you to study these things out. Last week, I challenged you to test all things. Test the Word of God. Don't just trust what I teach. Receive it in readiness of mind and go test it with the Scripture. But this is one of those things that happens in Scripture where God will point us to other passages to give us a link. But here we know the Antichrist eventually will be like Nebuchadnezzar. He will be like Nebuchadnezzar in that he'll be a prideful, arrogant man who thinks he's better than everyone else. And for a season, he'll look like that. But he'll refuse to worship the one true God, just like Nebuchadnezzar right now in our story. And like Nebuchadnezzar, he's going to also raise up an image. This is where we start to connect some more. Remember, the false prophet is going to raise up an image to the Antichrist, to the beast. And just like Nebuchadnezzar in verse 6 where it says, And whoever does not fall down and worship shall be cast immediately into the midst of a burning, fiery furnace. We need to remember in Revelation 13, 15, all of those during the tribulation who refused to worship the image of the beast and bow down to it. What does it say? Verse 15, he was granted power to give breath to the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause as many who would not worship the image of the beast to be killed. You see how it's linking everything together. We know that that beast system in the last days will be connected to a system of economy. And we know that's what the gold is pointing to. And here's what I have to tell you, just as as a side note here today, we see that system being put in place even now. That one world currency that's coming is here. It's here. The the structure has already been released. You know, if you go study this out again in July, they got a bunch of things set up even in the American banking system to do instant transactions with this new form of digital currency. And it's going to be around the world, instant transactions, and every bank will be linked. And we know what they're planning to do. They're going to link it to your social credit score. If you're a good citizen or not, comrade, that's what's going to determine whether or not you're able to spend your money. Well, guess what? It's going to be attached eventually in the tribulation period to this image, and no man will be able to buy or sell unless they have the mark of the beast, unless you comply, unless you bow down to this image that's going to be raised up. And if we see these things forming now, it's not to scare you, it's to challenge you. Seek God like never before. We're living in very interesting days. But here, this image, if they don't bow to it, Nebuchadnezzar says he's going to burn them to burn them up. And we know during the tribulation, the same thing's going to happen. During the tribulation, the
0: tribulation This saints. has been Hold Fast, a radio outreach ministry of Golgotha Fellowship in Nampa, Idaho. Thank you for listening today. If you would like to hear this message again, or any other in their entirety, please visit golgothafellowship.org. Our fellowship meets in Southeast Nampa, and our Sunday services are at 10 a.m. For more information, visit our website. Until next time, may the Lord richly bless you.
1: Hi, folks. Pastor Marty here. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed the teaching today. You know, it's my prayer that it's encouraged you to continue faithfully in the study of God's Word. I think it's so crucially important that these days the body of Christ stay grounded and anchored in the Word of God